Today is stories, and it's uh, very um, interesting because, uh, as, as you know, my dad's been in, in is currently in hospital. We went to see a doctor on June 21st, and she said, "Oh, he looks like he could pass at any moment." Anyway, we we went back home and had a bunch of adventures, series of adventures, and took him into hospital again. He was confused and this, and they're saying, well, he's old, he's not eating much. He had his teeth out, and he looks like he's on the way out, and what do you want to do? And then on Sunday, they, they called and they said, oh, he had a UTI. He had a urinary tract infection, and we're giving him antibiotics. And yesterday, the doctor, actually during the painting class, the doctor called and said, um, she said, yeah, he also had pneumonia. The same doctor who saw him on the 21st who said he's, he's about, he could pass right now sitting in front of me. She said, it's night and day. He's walking around. So the antibiotics have been kicking in. And then, and then... <laughs> And then he, here come the stories, right? So that, that's a whole story in itself. And one of my nieces says, why didn't she just examine him properly on the first time? And, that, and, then, and then there's the story. So there's a story from the viewpoint of my dad, who's probably confused, disoriented, doesn't know what's going on. I mean, he's got an infection. He didn't have a fever or a, a real cough as such, that he had a, an infection and pneumonia. And uh, and then there's the story of the doctor. You know, this gentleman came in, he looked like he was dying, and then all of a sudden, and we did this, and we tried this, and we did this. And then there's, there's all these stories, and, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's sort of a matter of which one are you going to, which one you identify with, maybe? It's Rashomon. Like, it's Rashomon. What's Rashomon? Rashomon is a Japanese movie that has basically the story told from, oh, I don't quite remember. Is it seven points of view? It's, a, it's, a, it's a, uh, an event, right? A dramatic event, but then uh, it's told from seven different points of view, if my memory holds up. So it's the idea... Uh, that just what you described, it's that's a, like the shorthand is say, oh, it's like Rashomon. Like you, there's an event, there's a central event, but then there's the perspectives on that central event. Yeah. So is a story like a frame around a painting? Like is if you frame, like if you have a, a painting, like you maybe not even a frame like EJ stuff, but is a painting a story? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because if you imagine, like even if it's a still life, if you guys are doing still life for Jazzwand, has been putting up a series of faces, right? And yeah. Pencil drawings of faces. And it, we don't really know what the limit, so Jazzwand, because he's at a certain point in his process of learning how to draw, right? So not, so not, so not all of the, um, attribute. Pardon me. pardon me. Yes, we're recording. 
Please edit that. Or don't. Maybe it's funny. In any case, as I was saying, <laughs> we don't really know where Jaswan's skill level, like, like it is for mine, for sure. Like there's certain things I can't pull off. I can't yeah. translate to the, mm. to the paper, to the canvas, because I'm, I'm limited in my ability to speak with a pencil or a brush, right? Mm. But that is how Jaswant sees us or sees the people that he's portraying, right? So to me, like it also painting is like Rashomon because we could all paint the same person or draw the same still life and it, it, it would be how we see it. Right? I don't know that there's a, an objective way to see it, but I, I have not met that person or that mm -hmm. event where, where we're objectively seeing something or understanding something. No? Yeah, yeah, totally. The underlying structure of painting and writing and talking, the structures that are in place that we move around, eh? that we play with, and we all know different versions of those structures. You know, like I'm just struggling with the idea of warm and cold and cool colors. And I go like, well, what do you do with them? What's their relationship? Yeah, that's How right. do I? It's a know? language. And so and part of the story thing to me is motion. You like beginning, middle end, you know, you've you, that kind of thing where you're there at the beginning or partway through and then you get to the end. And then, and then you were part of a thing, a, a, a thing that, you know, and good storytelling was the, the education method uh, for indigenous people and for most pretty sharp people, because they knew that kids got stories. They carried stories. Adults, not so much because they get parts of stories. But the kids are totally into it, a story. Now, in this day and age, I don't think they are as much because their their thinking has been clipped by computer, being able to clip in and out of computers. But that motion is hanging with the thing, hang with the thing until it sort of does a wind up, you know. And like your you got a, your story of the alpacas, you know, is settling into this zone of whoa. Still Act One. Still the we first planned. five minutes of the movie. And here's the other thing that hit me was the idea of planning. I'm a huge planner. And a plan is like a story. Mm -hmm. and, it's a structure, and Jim. It's a structure it's to structure. hang your stuff on. It's a structure to hang your stuff on. Aim for. What do I do? Oh, that what you do next is already in the story. And but you can adjust it as you're approaching it. As you're approaching things. You can adjust them if you keep the framework solid. You lose the framework, it loses something. You know, it loses the, the, the build-up. doesn't build up the same, right? And, uh, yeah, and that's all I, I kind of got, you guys. <laughs> well, for, yeah. I want to go back to something that Jaswan opened with, his story of his father, the various stories around your father's illness. Mm -hmm. is is that there is what i've been observing is that then one chooses one of those stories mm. right your niece chooses the story to sort of you know flop around about the doctor's possible yeah. incompetence or lack of care or attention right mm -hmm. 
and then of course the, the the one that's more fascinating for me is like what's your dad's which what's what does your dad see <laughs> you know what is his we'll have to we'll have to see when 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 it seems like he's less confused hopefully it might be today great um yesterday when i saw him it was still a little confused but the doctor said he seemed to way better so but that was towards the evening so we'll see yeah i mean during during the thing he was saying yeah don't worry about me. I'm in the right place at my age. This is where I should be and stuff. And then at other times, it's like, well, aren't I at home? <laughs> you know, so it was a very, um, and that was the one of the takeaways I took from the weekend uh, workshop on stories, which was that um, anything can be a story. Everything's a story. It's all a story. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's all a story. <laughs> I mean, that's to me, it's comforting and 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 interesting, and it it raises up my curiosity. But it's also like a bit, I don't want to say frightening or scary, but 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 surprising and shocking, maybe. So so the the point of uh, um, of everything, uh, like we were just talking of everything being a story, and the way with Rosherman. We get a choice as to which story it is. That's it. That's which, it. Which, the, the choice. And um, I, 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 um, I back, back, I think it was 2012. You remember when we did the, when you, when you rented the Dodge minivan from Chicago and you drove across Canada. And yeah, the yeah, yeah, with the two Spaniards. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you came to visit and. And then I said to my wife, okay, I'm, I'm off with that. <laughs> but we went down to California. Well, from that time, I had come up with a little, little sort of prayer or formulation I do every time I eat. And that was uh, 2012. And so I, I, I'm, I'm not that disciplined that I can keep repeating that mantra or prayer while I'm eating everything, while I'm taking every mouthful, which some people might say that's what you're supposed to do. But anyway, what I did do, I did it on the first bite. So it was sort of like, you know, blessing the food and I was, I was doing it and I was thinking this and I was thinking that. And it must be nine or ten years since I've been doing it, and all of a sudden, because they're, they're Native Americans, like when they when they eat, uh, or supposedly, the story goes. The story goes. Cultures when when they eat a chicken, they give blessings to the chicken and to the god of the chickens and the king of the chickens and everything, and. It's, it's been 10, 11 years since I've been doing this. And all of a sudden, this, this little thing happened. And, and it was like, just as I took my first book, it's suddenly like, oh, where did this come from? Where did this food, this food came from there. This food came from, this food came from, and it all came together. And then the next thing was, where did this plate come from? Where did this fork come from, which, uh, you know, it's been metal mine somewhere over there. I went to the store and then then where did this table come from? Where did this chair come from? And it was like just a, it like 
totally changed overnight after 20, 10, 10 years. <laughs> after 10 years and thousands so, of meals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, it was like, wow, it was such a, such a, such a it's little a different thing. perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a different perspective, and 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 for me, story, you know, because well, if we get if we get a little bit personal, Elena's gotten better. She's better. She's used to it. But I would retell an event. That's what stories are, right? Something happens, and yeah. you re- one retells it, right, to your friends or your family or whoever happens to be standing around. It's a great story, so you want to tell everybody. Yeah. Um, and then Elena would get really annoyed with me because I would change certain details of the story, <laughs> right? Well, that's not what happened. And I would be like, I know that's not what happened, but it's a story, right? You know, it, it, it's, it's the, it's, I'm passing along a feeling, not really, the, it's not, the details don't matter, Elaine. It's like I'm passing over an experience. And if I have to adjust certain details to make the story land better, I will do it, right? But for her, it's like, it, it's like, ah, that's not what... Fred's making that part up. And I'm like, all right, all right. Ruin my story. Okay, fine. Right? Yeah. But she's better. She, she understands a little bit now that it's, it's okay because I, I, my point of view, there's, you know, we don't really know the truth. We can pretend we know yeah. the truth. Yeah. So what I'm really sharing is like how I felt in that moment. And in order for me to share that feeling in that moment, I re- and revisit what I remember of the details of the story and pass it along. And hopefully you go, oh, so that's how you felt, right? Where I feel that too now that you've retold that story. Or we told, that, we told a story that I've told you off, off, off air. I'm not going to do that one. But we told the same story shortened because the guy doesn't have much of a, uh, an attention span because he drinks too much. Um, so I really went, and then he always ruins it anyways. Um, he, he fixated on details I didn't find important, right? So it was super interesting because what his hooks were, because that's storytelling too, you want to draw your audience in, you want to hook them so they listen to your story. And he was being hooked by things that I had no story for. So the guy was nearly 90. And I'm like, okay, but that's not interest. That's not the story. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, yeah. So he was nearly 90. May I continue? Well, if he's nearly 90, then I'm like, okay, the story's over. (laughs) Well, that's one problem with stories in this day and age is that people aren't used to waiting to the end of the story to hear the story. To hear the, the punchline. It's not yeah. a story until the end of the story. Yeah. And I go on and on, as you all know, and, uh, and as India knows, and people can't hang in. They can't hang in in this time. Because yeah, we weren't waiting for him. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's, they're waiting for the advert. When's the advert? <laughs> well, Some yeah. Yeah. can yeah. wonder, you know. Yeah. Well, it, interestingly, with, 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 with my dad, when I learned that, and I was like, um, I was like, just, just grateful because now whatever he has can be treated, whether he comes out of it, et cetera, et cetera, but he can be treated. And then I was thinking, you know, the, the, the there was probably a lab tech technician somewhere, right? And he was looking at stuff and I was like, ah, 
I just tick this box, say everything's okay, you know, why, why do you have to go over there, run it, run the experiment? I mean, you know, I'm tired, I want to go home. I mean, he might have just ticked it and we might never have known, right? That's another part of the story, another little, it could be a crucial yeah. element of the, of the thing. Yeah. And that's where the details do matter, Freddie, in certain situations. Yes. Right? Yes. When, uh, when it's a um, you're trying to create a story out of making a gate, mm-hmm. and the details matter. <laughs> you know, they matter. They, 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 they will tell you. The details will tell you what is. So, in you know, that's the thing. We get to play with details surrounding things, and but there's a a cautionary thing about the truth how that plays how that plays you know yeah I, but I, I here's a phrase and i don't mean to, i'm sorry i cut you jim that was that was yeah, rude no, but no. to just add to your i'll say it quick um one of the filmmakers i studied or documentary documentarians that i studied and taught my students back in the day is he said you must lie to tell the truth mm-hmm Maybe because of the way I'm built, I grabbed onto that. <laughs> but, you know, so maybe it fit uh, a certain category or certain, you know, structure that I already had in my, in my head. But I thought that was a really, for me, it was very profound at that moment to, to A, learn it and then be teaching it and then looking at that through his ideas, through his lens of like lie to tell the truth. I'm trying to pass this to you, but in order to pass it to you well, I'm going to, you know, stretch details or, you know, whatever, lie to tell the truth. That's interesting. That's interesting. That's interesting. I'm, uh, I'm not sure how, I mean, cause that's, you know, it's like Maradona saying sports is all deceit. That's right. And that's kind of close to, I think what you're saying is that mm-hmm. you deceive to move them over there and then you go there. <laughs> But you're taking them over there and you're staying with them as you go. You're not leaving them behind, right? It's not. And so it's an area about it's up to the storyteller then to be really careful with the integrity of it. You know, as long as it lands on the integrity of what your the story is headed for, then it works. Otherwise, it's you're leaving out details, you know, to, you know, in this sense, right? Mm-hmm. even out colors or or changing the colors or you know it's like yeah yeah no and it's all i mean all of what you're saying jimmy is spot on and it's an interesting conversation about how do we share our perspective right and some of us choose stories and whether they're written stories or or like jimmy's is more of a storyteller like an oral storyteller right although some of the stuff jim has written down was was fun to read Right. But the idea of how do you like I remember when you were you were asked to write your trip home from the Institute from EJ's house and you encountered a bunch of obstacles. Right. That you overcame and uh, whether or not you were accurate in your recalling of all the details and, you know, how big the trees were that fell in the middle of the road and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was riding 
I felt like your blog was riding through your your experience of that, right? So mm-hmm. for me, a story is about, I, I'm not really interested in, in, in being a historian and getting all the details correct. I'm more interested in sharing my experience of those of those happenings and how I do that varies from moment to moment to moment, but still it's, it's like, I don't, I don't, um, block myself in by having to be factual, but, but instead the fact for me is the, um, the emotional experience that I had, or whether it's emotional or mental or physical, whatever it was I experienced, how do I pass that on to the two of you? Or how do I pass it on to my mother or other people that I speak to? And it all somehow, you know, that there's 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 like a little bit of fortune. There's a little, a, bit, little bit, a little bit of what? A little bit of fortune. A little ah, bit of fortune. luck. Yes. There's a little bit of of a spirit, just sort of, you know, maybe it's just something overseeing and just helping you along. I mean, I don't know, but there, there's so many. When you look back at stories like that, like when we hit the bear, Jim, we yeah. we could have been written off then and there, right? But there, 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 there was some sort of story, tale, spirit, luck, fortune, you know, which was carrying us along. And, and here we are to tell the tale, you know, so oh, to speak. There you go. There yeah. you go. And then if it, it's also how we remember it, right? That's also mm-hmm. tricky for me. It's how I is how I remember what happened, yeah. right? There's already going to make it false. There's already the accuracy is diminished because it's how I remember it. Right? For me, my memory, and I'm not talking about memory like old people losing their memory and making fun of themselves for their their various parts of their memories are gone. I'm just talking about something that happened two days ago. Right and you and what do I remember from that? Yeah. Right. Well, that's already tricky and and not very accurate because again, it's my perspective and what I experience, which might not be close to the truth. Maybe I was on a certain wavelength of, you know, and and I was. I, what if I was in a bad mood when that happened? Well, then it's a tragedy and it's horrible, right? But if I was in a good mood. When it when something you know disruptive happened, I might laugh about it and say ha ha ha, you know, and tell you the the light version. But I want to go. I'm sorry to, to to monopolize here, but I wanted to just remind Jimmy and, and tell him maybe I've never told you I really enjoyed reading your blogs back uh, on that event because I was like inside your head, right? This is, and it wasn't really what happened. It was what Jimmy is telling happened, and you have a fl- a flourish or a flare for for telling what happened and whether it's accurate or not I, I i totally took it as accurate but i didn't take it as factual does that make mm-hmm. sense right i yeah yeah i think so. well i mean it's like when i when you meet people when i meet people what i try and do is get them to t- tell me what they like i want them to go to stuff that they like because then they're going to talk with a certain kind of charm they'll be happy to, they're interested in it. And then I get to know them mm-hmm. as to how they tell the story of what they like. Um, the other stuff of what they don't like, I, yeah, that's fine and dandy, but it doesn't teach me. 
and well, it teaches me a little bit, but I'd rather go with them to what they like because because that's your where you we we was we're better. We're a little better animal when we're doing things that we kind of enjoy and like, and and then I can go with them because it's moving. The things they don't like are stopping. They're stopping you and telling it's you stuck oh, there. God, the freaking doctor didn't get it, and yeah. you know, is, uh, and that's not a great story. To, to, no, because to it gets stuck. No, it's it's it like stuck. It, it's stuck. You know, <laughs> and but if you have that tragedy in the middle of something going on that's sort of reasonable and interesting and stuff like that, and then you drop a bomb in there, well, okay, then you got a story, right? You got some things going on and and a plot and and. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Excuse me. I'm crying. So cool. Crying. <laughs> How about the story you get from somebody you're trying to find out what they like and they say, oh, yeah, I went to a bar the other day and this guy gave me a dirty look. I just pulled it. Punched him. Punched him and don't no, ever look yeah. at me like that. How about those sort of stories? Change, I changed the channel. <laughs> Well, if you're stuck with them for a while, you know, it, like for me, I do it to, to decide whether I want to stick around. I, 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 you know, I mean, that's that's how I find out if people are arseholes or not. You know, if they if they, that's where they head right away for what they like and they can't get off it. You know, well, can you get off of that for a minute, man? What about the situations I know we've all been in where we're locked in a room, dramatic, you know, dramatic uh, image with this kind of person that Jaswan and, and Jimmy just described. So then for me, the interesting, like for example, in a, in a classroom, Jimmy, right? You're stuck with those kids and they're stuck with you, right? So, and there's going to be rubs both on, on all sides, right? So yeah. then, then the negotiations <laughs> begin, right? So if you've got a sort of a darker character, somebody who's, you know, sort of prone to, to looking at things in a negative way, then I guess, then it, then it, then it, wow, then it becomes super fun and interesting, no? Or, or maybe super painful, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah it's it, um, an accumulate, it, it, it depends if it's an accumulative effect on the classroom, right? If it starts to head that way with everybody, then the story is a bad story. It's a bad, you know, and because I want to go somewhere with them. I want to take them somewhere and show them something. Yeah. Right. But their story is teachers are bad. Yeah. 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 And but, yeah, but, we have to change that storyline, right? We have to whatever, you know, or, yeah, or yeah, try. Yeah. yeah try. What, 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 what comes to mind, and it just came to mind, and it doesn't necessarily come to mind, just as we were talking, then, you know, then I might say, to, so uh, where did you punch him? How did you punch him? How were you standing? Are you what, a righty or a lefty? Yeah. yeah, I just have been really, this is a topic, Jaswan, maybe, I don't know, you probably do know you chose this. This is something I've been sort of fixated on for a couple of years now. Like, what is a story and and, you know, how how my reality is a series of stories that I've told myself, right? That's, that's that. I mean, that, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that's I'm just good. stories that I've told myself. That's it. I mean, I, I don't really know what I've, what, what's actually happened. I just know how I've understood what's happened and then what I remember about it. Mm -hmm. And then it's all, go, it's all sort of 
you know, rounded off. The details are gone. It's just like, you know, and then I don't know if the details can be reclaimed. We were playing D2 because you couldn't play because you had a, you had a, yeah, you had yeah. a responsibility. So Claude and I were playing D2 and I hadn't played it for years and years and years. I didn't, I didn't, you know, at, at first I didn't remember anything. Oh, right? <laughs> you know, and it was like, oh, great. This is going to be super embarrassing because I don't remember anything. <laughs> right? you know, poor, poor Claude's going to have to like remind, you know, because he plays, you know, he's still playing every week, you know, so it's fresh for him. And was super interesting is as we were doing, I was like, how do I assign the Fs to the various skills? And then my brain didn't know it. Yeah. But my hands just did it. And I was like, wow. And then we were doing other things. And it was like, ah, don't think about it. And I said to Claude during the game, I said, you know, I know everything about this game. I said, but um, I have to wait to remember it. It's like, it's in here. Yeah. It's in here. Like this information is all in here, but I need to access it. And the sense of knowingness, it, like you, you know it. And the sense of knowingness, I think, is the, the cool thing. When you talk to somebody that knows something, it's cooler than anything because you get, you get it. When you, you feel it, you know, you feel they know there's a knowledge. They're not squeezing the crap out of it. They're giving you a little bit of a, a you know, you know, diffusion. It's bigger there. It's smaller there. It moves in and out. And it has integrity in that knowingness. The knowingness is a, the integrity, I think, that, that uh, and that's where sto storytelling in early years was to teach people stuff. Mm-hmm. And the people teaching it knew it. And so how they got that stuff to people was a deceptive thing a little bit. You know, they had to kind of move them over here and move them over there. And then, and then the knowingness would hit them. Grandpa, Grandpa, why are there birds? <laughs> well, and, you know, and you, you have a story that, you know, is, is loosely based on whatever <laughs> and it explains the existence of birds and you're like thanks grandpa i went through the garden with my grandson marshall the other day he was teaching me how to do videos i might try and get that one up but he he recognized my knowingness more this time than the first time he went in the garden because he's seen that all this stuff move it's grown mm. so there's a like oh 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 you know they're, they're jumbled a little bit because it's not the same. And then you say, oh, well, I watered the hell out of it. That's why they're like this now. And I put this <laughs> grass around it to keep the water in. And then I'll give them a little fish fertilizer as a kind of like, like, like I have my beer at the end of the day, kind of a little tickle up, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and he's with me now on it, you know, because he's got that, he, he, he recognizes there's something there. There's a knowing, and I think it's knowingness. I really do because it's it's almost an unknown word in this world. Yeah. If I nobody might, ever says it, Jimmy, to 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 bounce off you, what I was was running through my brain while you were talking and sharing your story of Marshall, the the idea of what happens when our stories, like you often remind us and our listeners, 
about the reality of, say, the archetypal natural world, right? So one way a story would go, because I, I think what, what separates is there's these stories of this sort of conceptual and ethereal world that are very hard to pin down, right? Opinions, right, about politics or the, the, yeah. the climate or whatever, whatever, whatever. It's just, there's, there's, you, we haven't, we can't run into anything. But if we have a story that's running in the background, you know, running us, right, or running our opinions, and then we meet like these archetypal things that you speak of, then the story gets dented, or or maybe it's not. Maybe it's a good story, and it, pa- it allows you to pass through that 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 situation, right? But what happens when your story hits reality, and they they don't work so well together, you know, and maybe the story has to crash and crumble or get dented because reality, the harsh, the not the harsh reality, the, the, te- the, 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 the touchable reality like a plant. Well, I water once every three weeks. It's amazing. And then you go to the garden, the garden's pretty much dead, right? So the idea of watering every three weeks sort of falls apart because the plants don't react well to that. But 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 you see, for for me, the story doesn't crumble. It goes on. It's just been changed course a little bit. And and what I um, and I know you guys know this too. But once in a while, somebody comes along and they tell a story, which just takes takes on. A, you know, it's just um, it's it just becomes an amazing story, a very skilled storyteller. And it, it, I, I don't know how they do it. I don't know if it transports you to a different place or it does this, but it brings in some ideas and concepts that um, aren't, uh, aren't around in, that, in our normal worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. And, and, and I think some, many authors either use the world that we're already in, right? This reality to, and then they tweak it in certain ways so that, so that that thing that they're trying to share with you can be seen more clearly. They, they sort of, you know, move the brush so you can see something. Yeah. Joseph, Joseph Campbell was really good at that. I love that. Man. And, stuff. and uh, there was, uh, there's one story I remember um, in the dream assembly by Rabbi, Zalman Shachter, and he tells a story of this 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 rabbi who's been a rabbi for years, and the student comes to him, right? And this is like the top top prominent rabbi, and and so the student comes to him and says, "Start, can you start reciting the Torah or a little part of it?" And the student starts going, "Blah blah 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 blah," and it says, "Stop, that's not it." And then he says. I've been studying for 20 years. What's he talking about? Those are the exact words. And then he starts again and he goes on again. And this rabbi says, no, stop. That's not it. That's incorrect. And this goes on several times. And finally, the student's frustrated. He says, okay, I can't do it. Okay, I'm wrong. Why don't you tell me how to do it? And then the rabbi starts to starts to recite the Torah and a picture comes in front and he can see the horses and everything. 
anyway, that was the, that's like that's like it's one of my favorite stories. I haven't been able to find it which story it is, but it's like because it it brings something outside into this world. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well done.